The RPG After Years is part of the We Can Make This Work Probably Network. Find out more at probablywork.com. all you cool cats and kittens this is the rpg after years your weekly show covering all things rpg from the past present and future this is episode 10 i'm jay i'm scott and i am lionel richie <laughs> today we are going to build our own rpg with a roundtable discussion uh this is kind of a little bit of a follow-up of a couple of episodes we've done in the past uh, around what makes an rpg good uh, and one episode where we bitched about fetch quests. But first, let's catch up. All right, Rich, what have you been up to? Man, I finally finished Grandia 2. Oh, shit. Way before everybody else. Oh, well, hold on. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> Not a sound that I wanted to play for that, but... Nope, and... I beat Resident Evil 3. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Boom. Good job. Two. Wow. Lionel in here tearing it up. <laughs> I know. Um, that, no gem. I finished the Tiger King series <laughs> documentary. And then uh, that's about it. Nice. So, really done much. what did you think of the RA3 make? I loved it. It was very fast paced. Um, it kicks you in the face right off the bat. Yeah, I've heard some mixed things about it in comparison to the uh, the RE2 make. So, uh, yeah. it's uh, RE2 remake was more jump scares and stuff. It's a little slower. Yeah, this one's not. I think that's mine and Corey's main complaint so far is that the Nemesis is not as scary as Mister X was. Oh, but he's an asshole. Yeah, <laughs> he chases you down. I don't like jump scares, so yeah. maybe maybe. <laughs> I still I have this I have the second remake and I just haven't gotten myself to play it. <laughs> oh, we're like uh three or four hours into it, maybe a little bit more. So I'm sure we'll have it beaten in the next week or so. What part are you at? Um, we just got through the part where you play as Carlos in the police station. Um, okay, yeah, you get some distance to go still. Yeah, so I'm it's kind about of, a six hour game. Yeah, I'm kind of hoping we'll finish it before. We get the 7 remake, but I, it seems kind of doubtful because we don't really play games a whole lot during the week unless we're drinking. So, um, so cool. Um, so, I guess you guys still need to do the Alundra review. And then yeah. I guess you can review Grandia too. So, I think maybe it'd probably be a good, good idea for you to get on with Jay and get on the Tails train. Yep, I need to do that. Which is weird though because, you know, what comes out this week... Yeah, <laughs> going to kind of delay that, but we'll see. We'll talk uh, about that in a minute. Yeah, I've heard that the seven remake is actually surprisingly chunky. 
Um, it's like 40 hours yeah. from what I've seen. Just crazy. So <laughs> awesome. And then, of course, you know that um, we'll have to do a Patreon review for RA3 once I beat it. Yep. Yep. Got to yeah. do that. <laughs> cool. I'm man. excited for it. So uh, what about you, Scott? What have you been doing? Um, Still been playing a shit ton of Animal Crossing, like three or four hours every day, just about. <laughs> yeah, I've seen that on your Switch. Yeah, it's nuts. Uh, we're still having a lot of fun with it, but we're starting to get to the point where like, we're not unlocking a bunch of shit all the time. So I'm not sure how much longer we'll stick with it. Probably like another few weeks at least, but uh, really enjoying it. It's uh, very relaxing. Um. I also played a little bit of Smash Bros because they did an Animal Crossing event where you could get some new spirits in there. And I've gotten every spirit in that game. So it's like every time they release new ones, I'm like, okay, got to go get them now. Because <laughs> uh, it's always a timed event. Still been doing Ring Fit Adventure. And like I talked about, we have been playing the RE3 make a couple nights. Uh, I'm really liking it so far too. I'm not sure how I like it in comparison to the two make. But um, it, I think at the end of the day, it's still a really good game. Um, and then I also beat a game, or Corey and I did. Uh, we finished Yoshi's Crafted World. <laughs> Yoshi! <laughs> um, I, I'm not as positive about that game. It was okay. So that'll be reflected. What other, what other noises does Yoshi make? Um... <laughs> 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 That's Can we the, get that as a drop? Uh, it should be, right? <laughs> I should have had a bunch of Yoshi drops. Maybe I'll have a bunch of Yoshi drops for the review. <laughs> um, but So, yeah, we'll give more of our full thoughts on that when we do the non-Patreon or Patreon non-RPG review. But that's... um, We've got like three or four of those we got to do now. So yep. we're going to record one this weekend, I Oops. think. Um, So that's it for me. What about you, Jay? So I played quite a bit of Super Smash. Um, I did start the story mode, which I didn't learn existed until last week, I think. <laughs> this podcast uh, did you a service. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I would have just had it for years and never would have known. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, uh, so so played a little bit of that. Um, played Jackbox Party with, uh, with my sister and uh, my honey boo while uh, my sister was in town that was pretty fun game of the um, decade jackbox party pack game of the decade <laughs> jackbox party uh i played star ocean first departure for a little bit um i like the game less than i liked it whenever i started but mainly because i feel like i'm dying a lot hmm. uh like i'm able to kill people really easily but then i also get killed really easily and i'm Are not you... in the habit of saving well that's not good are you doing the skill stuff like updating your skills? Uh, you mean like the the lightning swirl or no, not those. I'm actually there's like um, actual skills that you can that are uh, not they're non passive. Like they don't once you do them, they're just boosting your stats. Like are they kind of like the uh, the herbology? Yes. Okay, so I I've the only options that I have are like drawing herbology and like something about minerals or something. You have like to that. buy them. You have to buy them. Yes. I wonder if you go I'm to dying. The, yeah, if you go to the stores, buy the ones like Determination, I think is what it is. But there's one that actually makes it so that you level up faster. So get Dang. that one, do get that one started. Uh, do that one real quick. Level max that sucker out on every single character. 
and then do there's one for hp there's one for strength magic there's all sorts of stuff well, you can tell really you what, i tell you what i uh i i keep getting hit with like six or seven of these monsters that do like 130 damage each and they just like corner each person and, and just annihilate them so yeah but if you uh yeah i, I need to learn how to play the game yes, if you do those you yes i i do love that these games uh, one and two are really good and that they both have the same um same style of mechanics. combat and stuff in it the mechanics yeah. that's the words i was looking for but yeah do it go in there and do that I will have to. I also uh, started a new game on Xenoblade Chronicles 2. Uh, so I'm giving that another shot. And you maybe that I'm, last week. I'm, I'm hoping I will uh, um, pay attention to how to actually <laughs> do the combat successfully. I think that was probably one of my hangups. It seems pretty complicated uh, from videos I've seen. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. Hmm. Especially after I've been playing games that you can just button mash yeah. your way through. <laughs> right. Um, and then finally, I played and beat Tales of Berseria. Woo! Man. This is we, crazy. How, we, how many games have we beaten? four of those this week. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> and we all so, finished at least one. That's amazing. This is the first game that I've beaten in a really long time, guys. Well, you like always stop the, at the end. Yeah, I do. <laughs> and uh, I would... I was happy with the ending. I think I'm excited to review it because I I really enjoyed it, but it's a very imperfect game in a lot of areas. But uh yeah, and Gracie pretty much sat there and watched me play through all of it. So I thought that was pretty cool. Did she like she, it? She uh she she was a little confused by the ending. Mm-hmm. I had to explain it to her for as much as I could explain it to a 4-year-old. Yeah. But at one point while it was coming to an end, she looks at me and just goes, I think I'm going to cry <laughs> because, you know, it, it has a very, uh, I want to say stereotypical JRPG ending, but it's a, it's a bittersweet ending that a lot of JRPGs usually have. Yeah. Think like a uh, final fantasy 10 S. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's, that's my favorite type of ending. I, I hate when everything's like super hunky dory, unless that was like really earned. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that, that that convinced me to buy Vesperia and Zestria. So I bought nice. his physical copies. So those should be coming within the next couple of days. I know you didn't. I'm gonna tell you, Scott. I've... Go ahead. Oh, sorry. Nope. Go. <laughs> okay. I, I know you uh, haven't didn't play it this week, but about where are you in uh, Berseria? That's me, you, Rich. Yeah. Still kind of at the beginning. I beat it. <laughs> I beat it right around thirty hours. And okay. That's that's with me skipping every single monster in the dungeons wow <laughs> i i my face I got, is like new I probably i probably started doing that after about 15 or 16 hours though mm-hmm. i started just bypassing and i started I, doing that I, in grandia just because it's like i'm way overpowered as is so why fight everything and I, yeah. I i had no issues with any of the boss battles like i don't i you can pretty much just button mash your way through it and be good but, okay I did play, I forgot to tell you, I was playing Persona 5 Royal. Ooh. Oh, yeah, you did mention that. I've already mm-hmm. been told that there's that it's already really different from the original Persona 5. Hmm. Uh, I would have no clue. I know there's a new <laughs> like, main played. character that joins your party, and she has like a whole backstory, but yeah. I don't know I've heard else. that. I, I've heard even the intro is different. Oh, wow. I've also heard that um, you can, the the cat, uh, Mor- Morgana, doesn't mm-hmm. make you go to bed every night, apparently. 
so no that's no. like a huge change well it's uh i like it i'm about eight hours into it and i'm only level eight mm. it's so i'm in the first i know it's very slow um i'm confused on some things like should i like be attracted to the the girls <laughs> i don't i'm just confused like i know they're teenagers so they're like i'm confused here so they do <laughs> the art style is really good um why are all the Chinese men, or excuse me, Japanese men, like hunched over, over the age of forty? Those like they had scoliosis. I'm well, confused. that too. Art imitates life. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> but it's really good. I really enjoy it. So I'm, I was a little bit hesitant on it, but I think it's good. Hey, and so, the sequel that's coming out, I think that there a couple of the characters have are now legal. So just keep that in mind. One thing oh, you need to, one thing you need to remember, it's not adult rich. It's teenage rich. That's who needs to make these decisions. Right? Yeah. <laughs> um, well, Jay and I sort of talked about uh, the coronavirus stuff last week. Uh, but, Rich, how are you coping in this new world we live in? Um, I'm doing okay. It's, you know, my state finally went to lockdown. Uh, Missouri decided to jump on the whole stay-at-home stuff, which is good. It's about time. Um, yeah. I'm still essential. Yeah. So I have to go to work, uh, limited contact with people. I go to the grocery store for my wife cause she doesn't want to leave the house. Mm-hmm. That's weird. Corey made a trip I, out one day during his lunch break. He had wore like a full bandana and everything around his face. And I'm not wearing that stuff. Like I'm not wearing bandanas or masks or anything. I do keep my social distance. I don't go down aisles yeah. where there are people there. I try to avoid everybody. I don't touch things that I don't necessarily need. Mm-hmm. Like I'll look at it and it's like, oh, if I want that, okay, I'll put that in my cart or do that. Where I see people just like touching and putting stuff back and everything. Um, my thing is don't lick people's faces. I generally that would try not to try yeah. to reach try to reach for stuff in the back like yes if, if, yeah like if you if if you can carry like a a glove or something with you like move a yeah. couple items grab the one in the back Corey's been wearing back. like latex gloves disposable and uh <laughs> he always wipes, wipes everything down with clorox after he unloads the groceries so yeah it's rough out there detroit's getting hit really bad do you think it's, that you're uh, ascent, that you should be essential, Rich? Yes. Okay. What about I GameStop? Because... How's that going? Oh, it's fine. I'm not working. Okay. I was I wondering. Still, I'm employed, quotation marks, yeah. but I'm not employed because I mean they. It's still the whole come to the door, call us, we'll get your item and ring you up and everything. We'll come get your card, wearing gloves and everything. Yeah. And we'll give you your item, but they, they don't have that many people there. Uh, that come to the store and so it's just the manager and the assistant manager working hmm. that's well, it. i guess that's better than what they were doing so yeah i still get the discount that's nice so i guess it's not really all that different for you is like you're not having to deal with like being in isolation for extended periods of time no i get to go out in the world and uh, see that it's still turning hmm. uh, the birds are still singing i saw a dog the other day <laughs> out the window <laughs> The most exciting things that happen to us in these. Yes, you're just times. staring at the window. You're just like, <laughs> "Hey, look, there's a person over there." Hey, person. Yeah. Um, my gym fought it tooth and nail. Like I haven't been gone to the gym in like three weeks, but the gym had fought with people like not closing to the point where he was like, "My own." The gym owner was taking equipment outside and letting people work out work out outside, but he kept getting turned in by the by people. Jesus. Yeah, we weren't under this. Yeah, you probably should get turned in by people. Yeah, well, the thing was like, well, it's hilarious. 
Well, and the gym doesn't have that many people that go to it, and a lot of people weren't coming in anyways. And he, the they were adhering to the CDC rules and guidelines, limiting how many people could be in the in the gym at the time, wiping things down. Like I trust the guy doing what he was doing, um, but it's just kind of crappy when yeah. people are turning people in. Um, when I think about places that I don't want to go during this, like gym is probably top five or top ten. Well, yeah, I get that. <laughs> um, what about dog grooming places? Uh, I'm surprised any of those are even still open. They are. Well, they got they kept one of them in town kept getting turned in to the police. I had to get my haircut appointment canceled, and my next one's at my, uh, May fifteenth. So Megan but, also had to cancel all her all her appointments. I'm gonna be joining Jay <laughs> in the the Witcher Club. <laughs> I think oh, me yeah. too. Yeah, I'm gonna have a problem. <laughs> well, so so one thing that I thought was a little creepy about uh, this COVID nineteen thing. Did you guys read that Italy did like a uh, um, some for, they did some sort of blood sample test on 60 individuals who they thought did not have coronavirus and they found out that 40 of them had already put up antibodies for for coronavirus that means they had it they just were completely asymptomatic 40 of out of those 60 random people yeah we know that uh bill's leader might have it oh he definitely i'm pretty sure he's got it okay yeah i heard that he got taken to icu but i didn't hear if like it was actually corona or not well which is weird didn't he get isolated like a week or so ago he's like i'm gonna self-isolate and everything and then just like today or yesterday just turned really bad for him yeah that's how it happens the the turnover for how quickly this can go viral violent is uh pretty fast speaking of violence i forgot to say that i i also finished tiger king this week so (laughs) Really we should just dedicate it. a whole episode to that. I'm not really a, a documentary <laughs> person, but that shit was fascinating. Uh, what's weird is he actually came to one of the towns nearby me pretending to be a zoologist, and they interviewed him on the news Wow, as a zoologist. Jeez. <laughs> he is <laughs> not a zoologist. That is funny. That's awesome. He also ran for president. Governor. Uh, I'd have voted for him just because. 19% you know, of the vote he got. That's crazy. Well, you got to think. Like we could have had, we could have had him, the Tiger King, as president instead of Trump. That was Matt, pro- it's probably the biggest mistake we've ever made. Yeah, imagine <laughs> the White House front lawn would just have tigers, no security guards, just friggin' tigers. Yeah, that would be awesome. Hey, all I know is that bitch Carol Baskin murdered her husband. Oh yeah, <laughs> I'm I'm right there with you. You look in her eyes; she murdered him. Did you know? Did you know the police reopened that case? Oh really? Wow. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they did. We'll see. Well, probably because more people are looking out for the guy now because of that documentary. There is a new episode coming out this week. What? what? I thought it was over. Yes. Nope. One more. Oh, okay. Net- Netflix is milking it. That's awesome. Well, yeah. I so my I told my wife that she's like, "Oh my god, I'm so excited." <laughs> the, the she most, watched it this weekend. The most exciting thing that's happened since you saw that dog. <laughs> it was so. Ooh. All right. Well. Anyway. Time. Yeah. We got to move on to the save state of the podcast. So, Rich, tell us about them Patreons. Man, them Patreons, some awesome rewards here. Um, early episode access, ad-free, participate live um, in with the video versions that we have because we are recording right now, and we are live on YouTube. Jay's waving at everybody. We have our aftercast, which is a, holy crap, getting racy here. Um <laughs> The aftercast is, I just totally lost my train of thought there. Uh, <laughs> the aftercast is a bonus content episode where we get real. 
with the life problems in the world, you know, we get deep down in our emotions. Extra reviews. We have those coming up. I think we've got a couple of them in the pipe and uh, many more benefits. Yeah. Uh, so like I'm doing, uh, we're going to have to do a Yoshi's Crafted World Review now, as well as uh, the RE3 make as soon as I finish it. I'll probably prioritize that one since it's like a hot item right now. Mm-hmm. And then we've also got reviews of Captain Toad and Mario Galaxy that we need to do soon, which I think we're going to try to record that this weekend as well. Um, and then also this weekend, I think we're going to try to record another episode of the Aftercast, um, which will be just about coronavirus in general and how it's affecting the gaming industry and just all that. Do you want to give any more detail on that yet, Jay? Uh, I think that pretty much covers it. Yeah. Uh, maybe talk a little bit about how uh, it's affecting everybody financially. Yeah, <laughs> that'll, that'll work. <laughs> Also, as a gentle reminder, uh, the material lockdown has started and is continuing to go. Um, so if you're interested in that, uh, what, what's the website? Uh, materia, uh, lockdown, materiallockdown.com? Is that? I think it's, is it, it is materiallockdown.com, yeah. Materiallockdown.com for more info. I'm excited it, to see what this game is going to, the new remake, and how we could possibly fit this in for next year. From what I've seen, I'm, I'm not sure that the challenge will translate one to one, but I do think we'll be able to come up with something pretty easily that's comparable. Yeah. Because um, they did keep a lot of the like the same material and shit. So. Um. Yeah. So yeah. Subscribe to our Patreon, please. That's Patreon.com/slash/RPGAfterYears. Woohoo! Give me money. Up next, we have the news. The news. The news. Gotcha. I did not have it prepared. I don't know why. The news, Scott. Ding, ding, (laughs) ding, ding. Hear ye, hear ye. Gather round for all your news. Stop your clatter and listen close. Alas, you won't believe your ears. Listen close for the news. Okay. So, uh, first up, some pretty significant news. Um, Last week, Square announced, or it might have been this weekend, Square announced that they are remastering the original 2010 Nier game, and they're calling it Nier Replicant version 1.22474487139. What do those numbers mean? That's the thing. No, that's not a joke. Uh, Apparently not. (laughs) Oh, no. When was this announced? Uh, Let's see. March 29th, so I uh, guess... Not April 1st. Yeah. It, felt it like... was pretty late in the night that this thing was announced, wasn't it? I remember waking up, and it, it was on all over my Twitter feed. Um, so basically, they're remastering the OG game. Apparently, it's there were two versions of the OG game, and we got... I hope I'm right about this. America got near Gestalt, and then the one that we didn't get is near Replicant, so it's like extra new content. The only difference that I know of, well, I don't even know what the differences are, but apparently there are like some small differences between the two versions. Hmm. Um, I think this is cool because I've kind of been interested in getting into the Nier series, especially after hearing you know how amazing uh, Nier Automata apparently is. So, but I was going to jump in with the OG Nier first um, on the PS3, uh, but now that they're remastering it, I'll probably just wait for that. Or what are they remastering it for? Uh, PS4. Yeah. Um, and I'm trying to see if it's 
coming out on anything else. I think it's just PS4. Yeah, I'm not seeing. I'm so I'm so over anything that's not the Switch. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I'm hoping like there's a couple other Xbox games out there in PlayStation that I I want them to remaster or release again, like Infinite Undiscovery or Un. Yeah, it's a Square game. Wait for that to come out again, but. Okay, I found it. It's PS4, Xbox One, and PC via Steam. So no Switch. Yeah. I probably just need to buckle down and get a really good computer for Steam. Yeah, I have a Steam account too, but I almost never use it. I don't know why. I probably could now that I have this bomb-ass MacBook. Well, (laughs) no, because I'd have to have a VM probably or some other workaround. Yeah, there's like nothing good for Mac. Yeah. It sucks. Womp womp. Are you interested in this, uh, Rich, this remaster? Um... Yeah, I, I don't. I've never played any of the near games, but I think you should give it a chance. Okay, well, I, I think don't know fine. when we'll get to it, but eventually we will get to it. It'll be a while. So, guys, I have some bad news. The Last no. of Us has been the Last of Us Two Part Two has been delayed indefinitely. Now until Corona Coron- until coronavirus is done. <laughs> I'm just confused on why they're delaying it this close. Like, in this thing, game supposed to come out in like a month? Yes. Or two months? Okay, so I'm May confused 10th on or why. something like that. So like, the they came out and said that it's because they aren't able to release the game the way that they want to release the game. Um, I think, in other words, it is they can't release a game the game at a time where people can go flood the stores to buy it. And so they <laughs> would be losing out on money. Well, it's also sort of like a launch thing. Like they want everybody to start playing it at the same time and just have the, you know, the most successful launch possible, like you were saying, which yeah. is sort I of became that, a problem but... for the seven remake because uh, Square shipped that off to some countries early. Uh, Australia had it like earlier middle last week, I think. Um, and, you know, I've, we've had to sort of be like avoid spoilers for that and. It's really disheartening to get an email from Amazon saying that uh, <laughs> your game's going to be late when there are people already playing it. I'm pretty sure if Square came out and said we're going to have to delay Seven Remake indefinitely, there probably it would probably have been burned to the ground. Uh, I would have burned myself to the ground. <laughs> <laughs> Just like oh, we're going to do this again. They're going to delay it. I can't believe they're uh, delaying it in The Last of Us indefinitely, though. That's crazy it's to me. Weird. It's basically them saying we're going to delay it until we feel like we're going to release it. They said that they they said that they're le- fixing their last few bugs in development, so it's done. Yeah. The game is done. They just aren't going to release it. I was a little surprised I, to hear it wasn't already done, to be honest. Yeah, well, well, that does nothing surprises me with development companies. Yeah. Yeah. I don't. When are we going to get this? Any ideas? Like, I guess it just depends on when is Corona going to die off. I'm thinking holiday season. I I bet you anything they're going to release it on the on PS5. I want to believe that they there's big some some big wig that's out there that said, you know what, this is a perfect opportunity to delay this game to the five and release it there, or they got pressured or something. I just with it being that close, I'm. I don't know. Something's off. I think it's either going to be an October release or holiday season. Yeah, we'll see. The uh, also the irony of a game about a pandemic being delayed due to a to a pandemic is not uh, lost on me. <laughs> well, I mean, also I think too that that could have been the reason why they didn't release that maybe sensitivity or whatnot. But Resident Evil Three didn't care, and uh, that's, that's definitely true. about a virus. Yeah, going crazy. 
Well, I guess uh, we'll be playing it one day. We might also be in a post-apocalyptic world by that point, but eventually. I hope so. <laughs> I've been waiting for the zombies. I'm just telling you. Yeah. Okay, so just a quick story here. Um, the the Humble Bundle, for those that don't know, it's like a, a company that packages various games together and you can buy them at once. And I think the way it works, correct me if I'm wrong, uh, Jay, there's you, there's a minimum price you can pay that you can choose to pay more because all Humble profits more or less go to charity. Um, so they're doing like some kind of Corona relief uh, Humble Bundle now. Um, it's $30, and it includes The Breach, Hollow Knight, Undertale, Wizard of Legend, Totally Accurate Battle Simulator, The Witness, Super Hot, Killing Floor 2, Jackbox Party Pack 2, Tropico 4, and several other titles. And it comes with some ebooks and a music Damn, that's maker, a lot. apparently. Yeah, and some of those games are uh, p- pretty good, from what I've heard, anyway. I think three or four of them. And, you know, the prequel to the uh, game of the decade Jackbox Party Packs 3 so <laughs> um, that's worth the price right there oh not yeah re- not really but <laughs> <laughs> well it, it almost is it's Jackbox Party Pack 3 is a $30 game or $26 or something like that yeah do you see in here how long this deal is supposed to last I was trying to see if there's a um, I'm not I couldn't find an end date either all right, well, strike while the iron is hot, people. Hopefully it's still available by the time this podcast comes out. <laughs> yeah. All right, so I um, don't know how many people are Quake fans or anything, but QuakeCon, which has been going around for the past 25 years, has been canceled. Womp womp. The first time ever in its history. Corona! <laughs> canceling everything. It's ruining my I- life. I don't really know too much about the QuakeCon stuff, but I know it's supposed to be a big annual land party that they have. They have a tournament. Um, people don't, if you don't know, uh, Quake was the successor to Doom, I believe. Yeah, it was like a Beth- really, really Bethesda. early shooter, right? Yeah, Bethesda still, that's one of theirs that they're still milking to this day and age. So, yeah, you cannot go to Dallas, Texas's uh, QuakeCon. Womp womp. <laughs> That's pretty much it, guys. So, again, we've had so many of these things canceled. Um, you know, we've had E three got canceled, right? Yeah, if I remember correctly. Okay, so E three, everything's canceled. everything's gone. Life, video game, Christmas is over. <sighs> Just That's sad all around. Interesting. I'm trying. You're trying to it stay very sad. upper here. It's also it's also really crappy that I can't just go out and buy things and <laughs> yeah. not feel yeah. guilty. Yeah. Uh, I get Darn. your... It hasn't really set in too bad for me yet, but I think another couple weeks and then I might be like, let me out of here. <laughs> yeah. You Hopefully you and Corey don't stab each other or something. Oh, this is totally random, but I forgot to say, um, I also played my very first game of D&D this weekend. I had a, a buddy that is like a well-versed D&D person uh come up with the idea he's like hey why don't we invite all of our friends and have a, a zoom D thing and so it was like nine of us and only he had ever played before but it was really fun i i thought i liked it a lot and i'll probably do it again didn't we try to do that once like a couple of years ago uh i think we might have t- oh yeah 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 we totally did that, that was like <laughs> when we first started uh like hanging out on slack and shit 
Yeah. I just remember that. Like, did, oh my God, didn't we do that? I, I think I have a book of that stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We were, we were totally getting into it. And then some people never, ever talk to us again. Yeah. We won't oh, talk oh. about that. <laughs> well, I'm a, uh, sorry to do the total sidetrack there, but I thought it was interesting enough to mention. <laughs> huh. um, all right. So RPG releases, as far as I could tell, there weren't any this week. Too bad. Blah, blah. No. <laughs> Um, however, uh, upcoming RPGs, Friday, the day after this release is April 10th, Final Fantasy VII Remake. Finally. Top freaking time. <laughs> For those that don't already have it anyway. Um, I have a confession, guys. I uh, After I got that email from Amazon that it wasn't going to be here till like April 14th for me, I was like, uh, I can't wait that long. So I did double dip. <laughs> I got the I got it digitally too. <laughs> Nice. Well, are you gonna? Are you just gonna keep? Bo- oh yeah, you got the stupid yeah. uh, metal book. I want to try to get a refund from Amazon because it's like you know you guaranteed release date delivery, but I know that'll never happen. Yeah, it's likely. Corona. Yeah. Well, I keep calling GameStop because I keep worried about this whole they're not technically an essential business getting shut down and whatnot. And I keep calling my boss over there. I'm like, hey, are we? Are you guys still gonna be open? Is it still happening? Uh-huh. He's like, we just got to make it to Thursday, just to Thursday, because they're gonna release it on Thursday. I heard. It is pretty so, surreal that we're living in a world now where people are playing the Final Fantasy VII remake. It just yeah. it's like I don't know what to do. I didn't think this would ever happen. <laughs> I'm so ready for the Final Fantasy VIII and IX remake. One day. Uh, that'll probably happen one day. I yeah. don't think they'll remake nine. You shut your mouth. <laughs> I think they'll if anything they're gonna remake I, I think they're gonna remake eight and they're gonna make a third Final Fantasy ten. No. I would God be no. for that. <laughs> no. I think, that, I think that's you. happening eventually because they've talked about it before. Well, they they also isn't there like a uh, yeah? There's a little short story that takes place after ten two, mm-hmm. like the the ending of ten two where old Titus comes back. Yeah, the uh, they've basically and they set it up like they left it off in a cliffhanger. So, um, so yeah, I'm excited about that. Whenever that happens, that might be their next big project after the seven remake or um, maybe sixteen if that's coming out anytime in our lives i doubt it'll ever come out ever <laughs> um there's one more rpg uh this coming week it's on the 15th next wednesday vampires the masquerade coteries of new york on uh the expone so no one cares about that i'm sure there it's are some Xbox. people that do yeah <laughs> like maybe two people <laughs> yeah and so that's it for the news oh i'm sorry i thought you were gonna have a transition ding it's in your line in here, Jay. <laughs> <laughs> so let's take a quick break and get to building our own RPG. Now we can do the ding. Are you a fan of high fantasy epic book series that are converted into television series? No, not that one. I mean an epic book series that is actually complete. I'm referring to The Wheel of Time, Robert Jordan's fantasy masterpiece that was completed posthumously by Brandon Sanderson. Well, I have the perfect podcast for you. The Taveren is a Wheel of Time podcast where three gentlemen go through the series one chapter at a time, in their own special way. Follow along as Bill, Rob, and Rich re-experience this great epic. Experience for yourself a world full of vibrant locations, colorful characters, and storylines that will never fail to surprise. Visit a world that Game of Thrones can only wish was as fleshed out and complete. The Taveren, a Wheel of Time podcast, 
is part of the We Can Make This Work Probably network of podcasts. Find our podcast wherever you get your podcast feed or visit probablywork.com for episodes of this podcast and other great shows. We will see you at the Wine Spring Inn. And we're back. So here we go. We're going to talk about the official RPG of uh, the RPG After Years. All right, so where did this idea come from, Jake? Um, so it kind of came from me listening to another podcast where instead of them making a video game, they talked about creating this movie. And like it, uh, it started out really, really kind of serious and then just totally went down the drain. It was a, a Tripod, the Try Guys, their podcast. Yeah. Um, oh, I know them. I, yeah, so so they had a whole episode where they they uh, talked about creating the. Actually, it's happened twice. They just talk about creating their own movie and the characters in the movie and the setting and what's happening. Yeah, uh, and so that that kind of inspired me a little bit. But also, I figured we've talked a lot about uh, RPGs, what makes them good, the things we don't like. So we might as well put our words where our mouth are's. And yeah. uh, <laughs> I thought it sounded like a fun idea. Yeah, for like sure. I said, I haven't yeah. really spent a lot of time thinking about it, so this is sort of going to be an on-the-fly thing. <laughs> yeah, so we have five important things that we need to discuss and we need to decide. And I am going to try to take notes and keep track of everything that we talk about. <laughs> nice. So we have to talk about setting, style, gameplay, the characters, and the plot. So let's start off with a setting um, so setting is pretty important whenever it comes to an RPG. Uh, you have your uh, old school Dungeons and Dragons style settings with magic and monsters and chaos. Uh, and then you can have your kind of cyberpunk setting like your Mass Effects uh, or you know Cyberpunk 2077, any kind of futuristic setting. Um, what are you guys feeling? Are we doing uh, funny or serious? You Let's just see where it goes. I got a funny one. <laughs> okay, you go first. <laughs> hey, um, but it's London, but reggae style London. Reggae style London. Are we, so what? What's like cool about Jamaica London? Explain yeah, just that. Think to me. Jamaican London. <laughs> just it's all tropical. There is uh, palm trees, um, probably weed. <laughs> All right, so the, this is future, future London. That has been taken where, over by Jamaica. <laughs> future London taken over by the Republic of Jamaica. I think that we got a really good start there. And <laughs> so, so are we thinking like, did they, uh, did they like terraform London to, to be like Jamaica or is it just climate change? 
I'd say probably let's do both, terraform. Right? Yeah, let's do terraform. <laughs> I think that's a good one. Where, where they invaded London. London couldn't handle all the the dreadlocks and the Jamaica reggae music, and they just bowed down. Okay, so the year Something. is the year is thirty twenty, okay. and in the mid to <laughs> approximately around twenty seven hundred, the Republic of Jamaica was formed, and they became a uh, superpower. Uh, and with that superpower, they invested strongly in the ability to terraform. Uh, through that, they saved us from the climate crisis, but also became the single most wealthy and uh, powerful country in the world and started to colonize. I have a question. What if, like, instead of just London, Jamaica, like, took over all of Europe and now Europe is just like a series of island nations? And they, like, terraformed it into... You know, like an archipelago or some shit. I like that. Yeah, <laughs> they sank deep. other parts of the country. Yeah, <laughs> is that what you're saying? They sank them. Okay, yeah. I like that. And that like, way you can, Italy? Like, uh, you know, travel between the country islands on your on your some kind of boat or something. Because I always thought that that was really cool. Like uh, in Wind Waker or uh, Assassin's Creed Four. Uh, there's one of oh, the uh, Pirates World in Kingdom Hearts Three. That was my favorite part of that game. So I think that would be cool. So. So what kind of government is Jamaica? Is, is, is the Republic of Jamaica, are they oppressive? Are they like, is everybody except the Jamaicans like uh, not allowed to use technology? Um, mm. What if it's sort of like Shinra where like on the surface, they're like this benevolent government, but uh, you're part of like a resistance group that knows Ooh. like what Jamaica's doing is wrong. I don't know what they're oh, doing that's wrong yet. But <laughs> I got I got an idea. So the whole company that made the terraforming technology was based on a this is gonna sound terrible, but a pot brownie factory. Like they made <laughs> pot brownies. Uh oh, and some so just somehow they, they accidentally made discovered they accidentally discovered being able to terraform while yeah. they were trying to grow pot. Yep. That's what it is their scientists discovered how to grow it more effectively because it's it's going to be legal at that point. You might as well just roll with this. Yeah, Jamaica and, uh, owns the world, man. Yeah, you might as well think like think famous Amos cookies, but like something more like psychedelic. Hey, a yeah. lot of people have their best ideas when high. So I swear to God, we're not high guys. I'm just throwing it out there. <laughs> <laughs> we probably should have gotten. High I'm starting to think years. maybe I should be. <laughs> so so okay. I did. That would about- be the corporation. I did think right, about so doing that because I'm probably not going to have to go to work for a month or so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that'd I be really should. funny. Okay, so we have our setting. Uh, the year 20, uh, 3020, Republic of Jamaica owns the world and can terraform uh, terraformed Europe to look like a, uh, a series of islands. So what's the style that we're aiming for? Are we thinking, uh, are we thinking FF7R or are we thinking maybe Octopath Traveler? Hmm. Uh, I'd like Octopath. When, when you say style, we, do you mean like the the graphics or just like the overall feel of the game? Uh, probably both. Okay. Uh, I, for one, could go with more of like a cheery, uh, you know, positive, happy RPG. <laughs> uh, maybe feel like sort of like an adventure. You're going on this, like, like this voyage. Through so the- uh, more Dragon Questy. Yeah, I mean, maybe a little bit darker than that, but I'm, I'm not. Final like, Fantasy. I'm not wanting something depressing with this. How about Dragon, okay. or how about uh, a Tales game setting, kind of like that feel? 
I haven't played a Tales game, yeah. but I think that's probably about what I'm going for. Yeah, I can go yeah. with that. It's not kind of between. Not, it's not too dank, but you're not like happy all the time, like a like a Yoshi. Yeah, mm-hmm. I like that. Okay, so how about are we thinking? Um, so we have that general uh, style. How about graphics? Are we wanting it to be like amazingly beautiful, or I don't know? I'm kind of feeling like a uh, like more indie style. I'm thinking something that has like a highly like uh, artistic like art style, and that way, in 20 years, it'll still look good. Yeah, I wonder. Maybe some bright colors. Yeah, you ha- definitely have to have the art style and the uh, the models to be kind of very reggae. Yeah. Yes. And match all, all the, the island vibes and shit. Yeah. Um, I mean, some of those games, like back in the GameCube PS2 era, they were like cel-shaded. They, those still look good for the most part. So <laughs> um, I think that would be good. Yeah. Yeah, like that, would that. Be, that would be quite awesome. And we could save a lot of money in development by not having the graphics be, you know, <laughs> state of the art. <laughs> yeah. I like very, that. Save money. That is very true. So how about the gameplay? So I don't think we want to do a turn based on this one. But I'm I'm having trouble thinking what our ragtag crew of uh people like how are we gonna fight? What uh, I definitely think you should be able to control all of your characters one way or the other. Uh, even though, like Final Fantasy thirteen, that series has like my favorite battle system. I, it always graded me that you can, you know, could only control the one character. Um, as far as the battle system itself goes, I'm not sure. Yeah, hmm. this is going to be a hard one. So I definitely don't based. want an action RPG, though. Yeah, action RPG, no bueno. <laughs> maybe maybe we could do like a uh, like a Final Fantasy tacti- tactics kind of. That could be fun. Oh, like an SR RPG or, strategy? or a uh, yeah a strategy game like a uh, Fire Emblem even. Hmm. I think that would be cool, but I, if we did go that way, I would want it to be a little bit more fluid or dynamic than those games normally are. Yeah, that's a good point. I think. I think we could. I think we could pull that off. Pull off a, a strategy game that's a little more, little more fluid, like semi-active uh, role. Um, Maybe instead active of time-based. Based. Yeah, like mm-hmm. some, there's some kind of time element where you can't spend all day making decisions like normally you do in SRPGs. Yeah, I think I think there could be a good mix of um, strategy and active time to where you can you ha- still have to position yourself, mm-hmm. but it's still technically turn-based. No, this game is not going to be isometric, though, or anything, or uh, over No, no, no. Okay. God, yeah. no. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, and I'm, I'm thinking, like, if with the style of the game, if you if the music was really good, like, that would be a cool battle system. And the, the music, of course, has to be very uh, <laughs> <laughs> reggae-inspired. Are, are we, getting, we could uh, do reggae metal. Yeah. <laughs> that would be funny. Get Skrillex in here. Yep. Uh, yeah, I know him. <laughs> I got him on retainer. calling a favor. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm already, I'm like, I wish this game was real now. I'm like, where's it going? <laughs> <laughs> um, All right. So what about like overworld exploration? Yeah, that that's what I was thinking as well. So, so like you said, we need a boat. Yeah. Uh, we got to have to have some kind of boat, something that 
that can lay low on the radar mm-hmm. um, and bypass all the um, Jamaica Trons. Yeah. Um, what about, because it's like, you know, pirates down there in Jamaica back in the day, but now you have more mechanical pirate ships. That would be cool. Yeah. I'm, th- I'm thinking it can kind of, the, the exploration and overworld can be, Probably pretty close to how a Legend of Zelda game might be, except more open world. Yeah, um, I'm think there's one in particular where you're, the cartoon Link, you know, uh, maybe I am thinking of Wind Waker. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah, I, I I'm thinking that that kind of overworld feel might be a good one. That would be cool. Um, the only caveat to that is I would want the uh, island nations to be a lot bigger than the islands are in Wind Waker. Sort of yeah. like, uh, and that way, uh, even though you have such a big world, like each area is sort of self-contained, other than you know traveling the ocean between them. Yeah, I think I think we need to introduce whether in our plot or setting. Um, the difference being that your setting is just like the as is, and the plot is what's going to happen throughout the game. Yeah, um, something needs to be introduced to where these. European islands are like very disconnected. Like mm-hmm. they're not into really talking with each other anymore. Right. Like uh, maybe some kind of inner conflict has happened there. Is the inner conflict related to Jamaica? I imagine it would need to be related to Jamaica or per- perpetuated by them at least. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they terraformed the whole country into islands. Right. Hmm. I like that. Okay. I think that's yeah. good. Yeah, so so we'll have some big countries. We'll travel by boat, walk around, get some exploration, um, have some active strategy kind of battles. Is there anything, um, any like big gimmicks, like if you're describing this game to someone, like, well, the cool thing is you could do this. I think mm. the setting is the gimmick already. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, that works. The hmm, I forgot what I was going to say. The uh, United States is walled off. <laughs> yeah, Every sorry. That, that would be a funny, funny little caveat. Just, no one gets into it, but then you can have a special DLC content where you actually get into there. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, that uh, funny. one thing that would be cool is if, like, since this is so far into the future, it could be like nobody remembers the. Or most people don't remember the original uh, nations, what they were, or their history, or whatever. Um, it's all been banned, except for a select few. And that maybe you're like sort of trying to uncover like what happened and who you you used to be and all that. Yeah, that would be interesting. <laughs> I think I think that uh, all items and all food and all clothing need to be made out of cannabis. Just oh, how, <laughs> just how it is. Yes, the body has to has to have cannabis in order to survive. That's what plants crave. Yes. Cannabis is what plants what crave. What if that's how they've been keeping everybody subdued and keeping them from like revolting? There you go. <laughs> all, this, this entire game is just anti-marijuana propaganda <laughs> is what Scott's saying. What if you have to d- take like some kind of marijuana item to activate like your limit breaks or go into like some kind of berserk mode? Oh, that would be funny. Like a uh, it's the exact opposite it's supposed to be. Yeah. <laughs> we like take a, that stuff. Like a, a magic pill, but it's just really powerful weed. Right. <laughs> what if there's some kind of mechanic where if like you don't, um, 
if you don't smoke anything in a certain amount of time, you start to have like withdrawals and like, you know, pass out or like some other like weird effects. It would have to be, I, I would want there to be a reason why somebody is having withdrawals from weed. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Got the itch, like, man. Like somebody lacing it? Like what's going on? Yeah. That could be a that plot. Maybe be... there's some kind of like laced uh, underground thing going on. And we would or probably could be the overcompany. Yeah. I think we I think we would want a specific character to have that affliction, maybe not our main guy. Yeah. <laughs> but which I cannot does, wait to get the characters. Which does probably naturally transition us into the characters. So I'm thinking we need at least five ragtag crew of our European born but Jamaican owned people. Yeah, I think it, like minimum four, max seven. Yeah. I have an idea for a bad guy. Go ahead. Hold on. Wait, let's oh, get our okay. good guys first. Okay. I just I <laughs> so, just so got it. <laughs> what if so uh, I, your main guy's a pirate? So I think that our main guy needs to be the most basic white person on earth. <laughs> and, and why is that? Because it's funnier and it leads to character development. I think I think me, him meeting a really awesome pirate and becoming more like the pirate is uh is probably a good route. But I think this person needs to be just like a really basic kid yeah. or, Office, or teenage, late teenager. <laughs> he crunches numbers on the on an island yeah. for a yeah. For the company. For a coconut shop. And that way you could sort of do like the thing where uh, you learn the world and stuff or the life of the pirates and all the government shit uh, as the main character learns. Yeah, I think I think like I think technology should exist, but it's very like early 2000s technology. Yeah. So it's like for some reason it's regressed or people have just learned to hate technology. Yeah. I think that would be uh, pretty pretty funny that the the Republic of Jamaica has been like decided advancement of technology was worse for mankind from the threats of AI yeah. and robots and stuff. So they digressed and we're back to like cassette tapes and like, that'd be a cool uh, touch. Like uh, computers that can only hold kilobytes of information. Isn't Bioshock <laughs> kind of like that? Where like the technology is very like regressed, kind of. Or like yeah, a lot of steampunk. Yeah, it's like steampunk. It's advanced technology, but in a really weird way. Right. Um, yeah, I just remember like there's like record players and shit like that. Um, so that would be cool. And then maybe just have the pirate ship be like out of place. Like this is a fucking cool ass pirate ship. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's all just a running joke every single time. And it's like, why is there a pirate ship? Yeah. <laughs> So what's our what's our main character's name? The uh, the guy who who just works for a coconut shop and uh, <laughs> is hungry for adventure. Gregory. Gregory. Or Eugene. Oh, that's a pretty that's a pretty white name. I'm well, first off, names. that I think Eugene could be his default name. Okay. We want to allow our main character to to get renamed. Eugene is a pretty bad name. What if he joins the pirates and they start calling him uh, just Gene? Gene, oh, I can get with that. I can get with that. Have you ever seen Outlaw Star? Isn't the main guy in that? Isn't his name Gene? I don't think I have no. ever seen it. Nope. You should. I remember it being pretty good. But I, I think they're kind of pirates, like space pirates, in that one. So, 
Oh, I'm all about space pirates. Yeah. It's like Cowboy Bebop. Sort of. Yeah. Um, not quite as stylistic as Cowboy Bebop, but. Oh. Uh, okay. So we have Eugene the Coconut, um, Coconut Accountant, who uh, who is from the island of. What, what's a Euro- what European country do we want to base him out of? Maybe we should decide oh, like where your starting island is here. Yeah. Um, I got to look up some European countries first. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I know that many European countries. We could just do London or I know London's not a country, but <laughs> I think London has to be like the, uh, the main, like the, the headquarters of the, the main bad guy. Yeah. How, how about Switzerland? That there you go. Very He's on hard. the island of Switzerland, the Switz Island. Yeah, Switz uh, Island. <laughs> I like that. Let's do that. So, what if? I'm sorry, that's awesome, Switz Island. <laughs> I do like that. Um, so what if like the captain of the pirates is like this uh, hot badass pirate chick uh, that sort of like takes uh, Jean under her wing? That would be awesome, and she has like a. Uh, she has a wooden leg, but like her uh, her parrot also has a wooden leg, and that wooden leg is multi-purpose. Like what? I don't know. Weapons come out of it. Yeah, or she. Yeah, there you go. It, like uh, can shoot blades out of it. Like an android yeah. parrot. Like just yeah. That sounds awesome. And, yeah, a, and the parrot could a, be like your mascot character that every RPG has. Yeah, it's it's like a bionic parrot. It has like a half of its eye is uh, or half of its face is uh, just like a a robot. And it like has a uh, it can uh, what's some what's some cool things the the robot half of that parrot can do. I'm thinking maybe X-ray vision or something mm-hmm. something that's got to be useful. It definitely that's how you find out like scan enemies to so get their HP and weaknesses and all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. That's Maybe good. as uh, the, the captain chick levels up, the par- the parrot slowly gets more abilities. Like towards once it's high level, it could shoot missiles. <laughs> Ooh, <laughs> that would be like I'm, th- like I'm thinking Rhinoa, Rhinoa, and uh, what's what's her dog's face? Angelo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, that's ridiculous. What's the captain's uh, name though? Uh, <sighs> we need a hot name. Yeah. Uh, Viper. Ooh, but, I don't know why yeah. I just popped it. It just popped out of nowhere. I think I like it. Yeah, and the parrot's name, Michael. <laughs> <laughs> I could go with that. Yeah, Viper and Michael. Um, so does so what? Is the parrot talk like a normal parrot, or is it like a have like a voice built in, or or is it like full Terminator mode, like entering missile mode? <laughs> no, how about uh it's got oh, I wish he could do this Robin Williams style voice acting. That would be good. Like a genie. I think yeah. it, I think it would be funny to have like uh, a robot voice only for very specific tasks. Yeah. So like <laughs> like entering missile mode. <laughs> <laughs> I'm yes, good with that. That's good. Yeah, let's do that. <laughs> I like that would be pretty good. So we still so, need a few so, more characters. Yeah, we do. We need. Uh, we got a first mate, Douglas. 
first mate Douglas. Um, so what, what's the deal with Douglas? Is He's it- in love with Viper. He follows Viper around all the time. Does not believe that Gene should be on this ship, uh, but later on becomes best friends with Gene. Yeah, they become homies, have to maybe go through a side plot where like uh, Gene has to earn his trust. Yes. So what's uh what's what's his name again? Douglas. Douglas. What's Douglas's uh what what's his role? What's his abilities, his weapons? I'm he thinking be... he's gotta be a lancer. Oh that'll yes. work. But uh, he's also a thief. A lancer thief. Lancer thief. Is that yeah. a thing? Can you do no, that? No, it's not, but you we can do that. It is he can now. St- yeah, he can he can use his lance to like steal things off of <laughs> yep. like <laughs> you just a mini game where you have to use his lance to like steal keys off of somebody's belt what if yep. he uses his lance to like what if there's like a fishing mini game that rich loves oh you can just spear it yeah <laughs> well you gotta eat you gotta eat when you're on the boat is yeah, it an rpg if there's no fishing mini game i guess i that's guess true. we can have it on there <laughs> fishing mini game. yep um all right so that's three main characters so we need we need another female character who is the complete opposite of viper and is our white mage <laughs> hmm. but white mage being let me or alchemist maybe mix up some potions throw oh, some like potions that, on that fits more with like the the steampunkish vibe yeah um hmm. well i mean about... where's this girl is she like friends with gene or like do you meet her on the course of the adventure I'm thinking we meet her maybe kind of an Aerith style, like uh, like run into her, mm-hmm. but she kind of evades you and you gotta you run into her a couple more times and then what she's if it's like, oh. like one of your earliest missions while you're after you join the pirates, like uh the pirates are after like a bounty, like they have some kind of bounty to get this one particular girl. Oh yeah, that would okay. be good. Or uh or they were planning on robbing the um wealthy owner of a like a sub island in switz island mm-hmm. and uh while robbing them they find that it's the uh uh the dad of this girl and instead of her being like yeah don't steal from my dad she's like yeah let's steal from him and i want to go with you because this island i'm I'm not allowed off this island and other stereotypical that works for me father uh oppressive daughter i, I was going to say she has to have some kind of motivation for staying with the pirates long term yeah she just wants she wants a little bit of adventure but she she's also been sheltered so she doesn't doesn't quite understand the the dangers out there yeah so what's her name it's got to be something again basic white chick like uh lydia i'm okay with karen that. <laughs> karen i don't know about that I don't no like no karen. no we won't use that one i got something um is it lydia yeah let's go with that's lydia a, I'm cool that's with a good that. one so is all this right, girl so the love interest i would think so okay how big are we going to focus the story on romance overall is it going to be like just a good side story like in Final Fantasy X or is it going to be like the focus like eight? I'm thinking it's got to be, I think there needs to be a, a good mix of this love story between Gene and Lydia and then also their journey to escape the oppressive hand of uh, the Republic of Jamaica. I'm cool with that. Yeah. Uh, and are we good with one more character? 
Yeah, we need one more, one. one more guy. Okay. I've got, let's just do this goofy guy. The whole time he's trying to kill Gene. He's in the party. He just does it terribly. Think of like Wile E. Coyote-esque <laughs> kind of attempt on Gene's life. And they all just like, they know that he... They know, he just can't do it. He can't kill him. <laughs> but he's like so lovable that they're like, oh, there's that guy again. Yep. Is it is it intentionally can't do it? Or like he's just like literally missing? Literally missing every time. Just think of it this way. They're in a battle together. They're fighting. Gene's doing his thing. And he's like, oh, I got to take a shot at him now. And he still misses. And he takes out a bad guy by, by mistake. He's like, damn it. All right, fine. So he lets him live. But the twist on him is that he has a uh, a curse. He has a curse on him to where like, uh, the things he wants, he can't get. And the things he doesn't want, he can get. So it's kind of like a, like a bad luck thing. Like he, he wants to kill G- Eugene. But because of the curse, it's he's saving Eugene and accidentally killing the person trying to kill Eugene. Yes. And then that curse is put on him by a voodoo witch doctor. <laughs> yeah. Also, I think that's Jamaican. Yes, it is. There's a there we go. There's like two or three points in the story to where like his antics lands him and it's like like hot shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> totally. There's gotta be side quests around that. Yeah. So so that gives us our cast of crazy individuals. So What's the plot here? I'm thinking well, that we need a villain, right? And I've oh, got we a do perfect need a villain. villain. Who's got... our? Who is the the um, head honcho of the Republic of Jamaica stationed in the European islands? You had is that an your idea, bad Rich? guy? Well, the bad guy. Okay, so we need to have the main bad guy, but I, I have an idea that they send because I guess he's the Republic of Jamaica. They send this person out to take Eugene and his crew, you know, the group out. It is a genetically modified Bill. British Bill? British Our Bill. Bill. Our Bill. I'm I can do this. <laughs> but that's that's just him hunting them down. Think of like Terminator style, just laser focus on taking them out. And for some reason, he has a third eye in his forehead. Yes. That, that can just open up. Yep. It's really hard to think of a, a threatening version of Bill. <laughs> That's why we're going to do this. Yeah. But, okay, so the main villain. The main villain. The boss swap. Yep. We find out the whole time that it's the, uh, the Republic of Jamaica's head honcho in the European islands trying to take out the whole crew. And that is because... I'm thinking maybe old Captain Viper has really wants to um, have a second renaissance of technology. She uh, she wants to get rid of all of the uh, decrees against um, artificial intelligence and, and advanced technologies. So she is um, basically spreading a bunch of anti- republic of the roj i like she is (laughs) she is spreading anti-roj uh propaganda and uh promoting technology she says at a couple points uh even a pirate has a code (laughs) there you go that's a tagline i like that somebody write that down just put that Um, on the the back of the box so so yes she wants to spread technology but what's the overall threat 
like what happens? So do they discover some kind of technology that takes down the Republic of Jamaica and dethrones? Um, I'm thinking we could probably find some way for them to find out that uh, it's only the territories of Jamaica that don't have technology, but the actual country of Jamaica itself is just full of it. That works for me. Okay, I like that. So, so their goal is to liberate the European islands. Got it. While Terminator Bill is hot on their trail. <laughs> oh yeah, and I'm thinking at some like we could uh, have some cool little gameplay mechanics where you are building up your uh, your rebellion. Ooh. Like you start out just your uh, just your um, cast on the ship. And then as you go from island to island, you are able to recruit people on that island. So you have like, like um, you're able to win over people on each island and eventually liberate uh, your, your island. And maybe the further you go on in the story, your, uh, your ship gets upgrade upgrades, like it gets faster and like maybe eventually it could fly to, or just shit like that. <laughs> oh yes. yeah. Like it. That would be dope. Um, that did give me another idea. What if, like, in addition to the normal uh, RTS uh, active battles, you also have the same style of battles with ships, like pirate battles out in the ocean while you're traveling between islands? That would be cool. I like that. That's good, too. We would just have to make it not suck, because usually I hate pirate battles. Yeah. Uh, they were okay in Kingdom Hearts 3. Not the best, I guess. Um, but... I'm thinking like it works exactly the same like the normal battle system, more or less. It's just most attacks are ranged. Yeah, totally. That would be cool. So I think that gives us the overall plot. But how – I think we, there's one thing we need to introduce. Okay. I think we need to introduce somebody's death. Is it going to be one of the main characters or do we need to add another character to die? I think it needs to be a main character, and I think it needs to be Captain Viper. Hmm, that could be at work. Um, and I think he's the hot chick, to... right? Yes. Okay. And she... I think it needs to be towards the end. So this whole time, it's been uh, basically Captain Viper and Gene, kind of like leading the way. But Gene's always been super dependent on Viper, of course, because he's you know he joined her boat. But she, this entire time, she's been building him up to be a successful leader. And so whenever she dies, she officially hands over the reins, and you have to, like, finish off the final push. And by this point, Gene okay. is, like, also a pirate badass. Yes. Um, I like has that. At least, at least one earring. She's like, you have to carry on the cause type deal. Uh, and, of course, it needs to be the main villain that takes her out. So Bill. Bill. Yeah. So, so maybe, maybe they take each other out. Well, that could work. Yeah. But what about, well, okay. Think of this way too. So you've got her taking out Bill and then Bill shows up at the very end to fight the Republic of Jamaica on your side because his whole program has been wiped out. Oh, that could work because she, then you have a replacement character for your party. Uh, Grandia too does that. So yeah. Where they like switch out characters after... Maybe maybe instead of her dying, she needs to be like crippled to the point to where she's useless. One of those one of those two. Well, that's just sad. <laughs> like uh like yeah. her entire 
her other her good leg is cut off. <laughs> Douglas <laughs> has to take care of her. What if her last act is giving uh, Michael the parrot to Jean? Like he's yours now. <laughs> Ooh. So, I think that's good. That's good for the plot. I, think, I like that too. I actually think we need to make. This. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So. I think uh, one important part has to be the character customization. Like, I want to be able to dress Gene yeah. in, like, a, I can picture it in my head. Like, it's still bright colors, and uh, everything, like, looks happy and stuff. And you can dress him up in, like, pirate outfits where he just has, like, a vest and a pirate hat on. And mm-hmm. you can give him piercings and tattoos and facial hair. And that would be so cool. I like that. I agree. Uh, you gotta have big hats. There needs to be lots of customization Pirates. options. Um, is Gene is definitely a male? There's no like gender customization, right? Uh, yeah, for the time being, that works. Um, I, I'm also thinking like maybe the main villain. We did we ever give him a name? The the boss swap one. Yeah, the ROJ yeah. leader. I think no. he needs to be Jamaican. And he needs to have like these really awesome like dreadlocks like down like to down to the floor. Yeah, I would say like down, that. down the floor. Yeah, there you go. Maybe he wears a cape. <laughs> that would be really cool. Yeah. So, um, go ahead. So I'm totally into this. The only one thing that I'm uh, would be hesitant of is the fact that our main bad guys are. It's a country that is majority black. Well, <laughs> and I don't want. To. Yeah, I was gonna say that like maybe we it doesn't necessarily have to be jamaica it can be uh just a, that's where we got our idea that like make the whole world fictional kind of yeah yeah i think people would take the game more seriously that way yep that was just a random because it's a small island yeah just taking out a whole entire world it, it is a hilarious twist a small itty bitty island somehow becoming the the biggest superpower uh you ca- called it here first <laughs> Yeah. Um, UK did it, so. Right. <laughs> That's true. Uh, same, there's Just voice acting. Oh, yes, there would need to be voice acting. Okay. Um, what else haven't we covered? I know, what, like, obviously we haven't gone a deep dive onto the plot, but we've got, like, a sort of an outline. I think I think I'm comfortable with what we've set forth. It's a good Man, springing think, off point, I, anyway. I think I'm ready to, to execute. What What's the name of the game? Oh, oh man! Uh, Can't use mine. <laughs> <laughs> I don't no, want to use yours. We could do it as a sub, a sub deal. <laughs> this is how this is how Final Fantasy started. Yeah, this uh, is true. Thinking oh, something about like pirates or like the ocean or islands has to be in there, unless we could think of something really badass. And this could be tentative as well. Um, it's so hard because it's like the name of the game is like the most important thing just about. Should we put that out to our listeners to make the name? We could do that. Yeah, let's open source it. We will pick <laughs> the best one. If they're all crappy, we will not pick them. Yep. <laughs> we get final say. Yeah. Okay. Well, I, I don't know about you guys, but I uh, I kind of want to play this fucking game. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I feel like this was a fun exercise. Yeah. I would... uh. I'd definitely be open to uh, doing this again at some point. It actually a... turned out a lot cooler than I thought it was going to be. I thought it was going to be like the most ridiculous like Frankenstein game we could have thought of. No. <laughs> well, I did... it... 
I didn't know how we were going to do it. I, like when I said the Jamaican style, <laughs> I didn't know how we were going to pull that off. Well, that led us down a path for sure. Yeah. <laughs> it, got, it got my gears turning. Yeah. I, I really liked how it went. Okay. So well, we cool, that? guys. That Yeah, that was fun. That is our RPG. We got a, uh, a nice little plot where the uh, Republic of Jamaica... Uh, takes over, becomes a superpower, and terraforms all of Europe to just be a bunch of little islands. Um, from there, our main crew, um, led by the pirate lord, queen, lady, viper, and the very normal guy, Gene, uh, formerly Eugene, uh, and throughout their quest, they decide they want to take down the Republic of Jamaica and start recruiting the rest of the European islands. Um yeah, so this is uh, expected release in 2025. Uh, hope you guys pre-order. Yes, we will have a bonus. <laughs> It'll be a pamphlet. <laughs> Run a Kickstarter. We'll, we'll have great DLC. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> I already got ideas. So that wraps that up, and unfortunately, no tea time with Bill. He's a he's been having a hard time lately, from what I've heard. Just having yeah. kind of free time. Uh, yeah, poor guy. We haven't done a laundry yet. Okay, yeah. so let's do our outro and plugs then. Let's get going. What's next week, Rich? I think we decided um, we're going to do our first impressions of Final Fantasy VII remake. It's the biggest release be. of our, maybe not our lifetimes, but one of the biggest. <laughs> so yeah, so I would say probably of my lifetime so far. Yeah, yep. So we'll have enough content, I think, even if we've only each played a few hours to give oh, yeah. like an early impressions type deal. I might cry the entire time. I don't know. I got really emotional during the demo. So it's supposed to be great, from what everybody's saying. Like the yeah. lowest scores I'm seeing are like eights from a few outlets. So yeah. Um. Okay. So, again, don't forget about the Materia Lockdown Challenge. Uh, it's a fun little thing that, that we do periodically to support... Uh, the MNDA, Motor Neuron Disease Association. The Motor Neuron Disease Association. Uh, if you are interested in that, go to materialockdown.com or uh, hit up Matunica on Twitter, which is Bill. Right. He can probably uh, give you the DL on, on how to participate. Yeah. So as far as uh, helping out the show, we would really appreciate anybody who goes out there and rates and reviews us, uh, whether it be on Apple Podcasts or whatever podcatcher app that you use. Um, said it before, say it again. You know, getting reviews on a show is one of the qu- best ways to help get the show's name out there. For the way the algorithms work, it's like if you get a review, you're going to be seen by more people. So we would really appreciate uh, you guys going out there and just taking a few minutes to do that for us. 
Along with the review stuff, you can actually participate in a lot of discussions. We do have our own Discord channel where we talk anything and everything RPGs. Um, we even have off-topic conversations as well. Um, something we definitely want to see more people in. It's still got a lot of people talking. Uh, Scott curses me out a lot in there, but it's still a good time. Daily. Yeah. Daily. Uh, <laughs> and you can find the link to that in the show notes. Yep. Um, one more reminder, we do have a Patreon. Lots of good benefits. Uh, early episode access. You can get ad-free episodes. You can participate live in the video streams that we do. We're live right now. Um, we've got aftercast episodes, which is just bonus content. Um, got ex- extra non-RPG reviews and a lot more, including uh, a monthly raffle where you can win various uh, knickknacks and doodads like magnets or show merch or gift cards. Um, and actually, guys, it's time for that on this episode for our second uh, monthly giveaway. Holy crap. Yeah. So let's do that real quick. Uh, can I get a drum roll? It is Disa. Hey. Disa. <laughs> uh, so, Disa, we will be in touch with you. Congratulations uh, to talk to you about, you know, what you want us to send you. We'd be glad. Disa, Disa, Disa. Disa is like our Disa, number one Disa. supporter. So, love that girl. Um, okay, so how else can they get in touch with us? So, you can also email feedback and questions and tips and uh, topics and pretty much anything you want to rpgafteryears at gmail.com and as far as the twitter goes they can reach us at uh at rpg years and you can find me at the scott spot me at hail blue 1569 you can find me at jay hizzle i've been very social like dormant on social media so i'm probably not going to respond if you hit me up i noticed you, um, you liked like nine of my tweets at once the other day so. <laughs> yeah i'll get on and then see things i missed and like stuff and then fall off for a couple more weeks social media just gets me down man yeah i get that you can also follow bill at matunica m-e-t-u-n-n-i-c-a metal tunica oops that's so thanks for listening, everybody. Uh, we hope you enjoyed this uh, this fun little um, episode that we had. I had fun. I thought it was yeah. a blast. I enjoyed it. As long yeah. as nobody copies this. I want to <laughs> pursue yeah. this idea. Copyright. So until then, we will catch you uh, on episode 11. I'm Jay. I'm Rich. And I'm Scott. So we'll see you next time for some more RPG After Years. Toodaloo. Later. See you later, man.